As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Welcome to our day one bonus content where you get to hear the full interview with AJ and Smart's co-founder, Michael Smart. We caught up with him at the end of day one to find out how the day went from his perspective, what they did, what decisions they made, and you'll learn a lot more about how he thinks about design sprints. So if you really enjoyed Sprint Week day one, gathering ideas, then you'll love this full interview with one of their co-founders, Michael Smart. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective, where your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito. So right now we're just jumping into a design sprint with um, the owner of an app called Zero App, which is a, an accompanying app for um, people who are looking to, to get into intermittent fasting, actually. Mike reached out to us um, to, to run the design sprint because he's, he's kind of looking to grow the user base and increase the, the monthly active users for sure and start to tap into the, into the kind of uh, interest that is, is really developing around intermittent fasting and the, the different benefits, health benefits that it can have from weight loss um, all, and all the way through to, you know, um, increasing your energy levels and focus levels throughout the day. And um, there are also um, a few other medical benefits um, that intermittent fasting are, are kind of being, they're still in trials and the uh, medical associations and things are still proving it, but you can see that um, the, the benefits are clear on, on people's health. So um, that's that's why we're... That's why we're jumping into this design sprint, almost to fast track 
and create a vision for what the next release of the app could be. So um, how did you, what, today you, you framed the challenge essentially, right? And, and kind of determine the scope of work. How did that go? Where did you guys land? Yeah, that's right. I mean, day one for us at AJ and Smart is um, a little bit different to the original sprint process that was popularized by Jake Knapp and Google Ventures, right? So we're actually um, doing two things in one day here. So we're, we're trying to gain a little bit of clarity or a little bit more clarity around the actual challenge. And we're looking at trying to get everything we can from the customer onto the table. You know, what are the current thoughts right now for, um, you know, where this thing could go? What ideas are there? What bits of inspiration are there? And we're also trying to attach a few metrics and success metrics around the, along the way so that we can check back in on ourselves um, and make sure that any any ideas and solutions that we're going to be testing in the sprint um, are putting us on on the right path towards success. So the the day for us does look like um, it does split into two parts where we're going through. I, I don't know. Our users probably going to be familiar with uh, some of the process written in in sprint, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think so. We, we go through the expert interviews and um, really hear about how the, how the state of things are right now. What are some of the challenges that are, that are kind of like plaguing the, the product team right now? But we're also wanting to make sure that we put ourselves enough of a yardstick in front of ourselves so that we can really aspire to be, you know, look, look what our vision might look like in, in two years and where we can really put kind of like this, this moonshot out there so that we're, we're looking at trying to, you know, leapfrog some of these iterations almost like we're wanting to see what the future could look like in two to three years, you know? Um, and that went really well for us. We find the pace of that condensing that into two days that goes really well because um, not giving too much time for di discussion to, to kind of break out um, and, and almost uncertainty, you know, where we know that we know how big and how many challenges we have to solve, you know, even if we're talking about the next cycle of work, which, you know, or the next release, which we wanted to um, might look at, you know, three to six months worth of work. So we know there's a lot to solve, but what are the, what are the mission critical challenges facing us right now tell me about the did you guys do lightning demos today absolutely so that's an interesting part in the in day one here where once we've really like established the scope of work for this sprint you know not only just getting out all of the challenges as as we do by capturing kind of all these how might we's but really using the customer journey map as a as a as a nice visual asset where we can start to hone in on what scope of work we're going to do this week. And so we've really going to be focusing on this, um, you know, on the actual experience when users really do decide to try fasting. So whatever program that is, we don't know yet, you know, if we're going to be able to create tailored programs or they're already, you know, pre-existing kind of templates there's definitely a few models already out there that will make the entrance barrier quite easy just to try your first fast basically and so the lightning yeah. demos were really based around our three sprint 
three sprint questions that we set set up in the morning. And the lightning demos that we showed each other were really um, trying to give ourselves a little bit of ammunition and inspiration for our solution sketches in the afternoon. So we were showing things not just from, you know, like let's call it a very, like the health and wellness sector or industry, um, but we were also looking at um, a lot of different kind of inspiration from psychological, like tools tools and uh, exercises that psychologists would actually be using. Um, we were also looking at um, kind of apps that are helping you to focus and uh, stay on track, but also involve some kind of community or social element as well. And we were also looking at different um, different. Um, what else got shown today? Actually, a few examples of you know how people could use tone and voice throughout the app to to actually create a safe environment or a, almost like a, um, a happy haven for for users as well. So we really started to look at lots of different in- industries and lots of different um, inspiration points, and uh, that that helped the team then when we started going into sketching in the afternoon really draw from. Um, really draw from different, almost not just best practices, but seeing how other industries are are tackling the same sorts of challenges and seeing that if we could try some of those ideas out this week and see if that lands with our users and for our use case. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Now, back to the show. Nice. So um, help me understand the room. Who who was in the room? Um, and like, was anyone virtual? Was everyone in person? Kind of help me understand the sure dynamic. thing. So we've got um, from um, the customer side, we're lucky, really lucky this time because we're working closely with the CEO and we've got then our team and we build our team up of... Um, like we're at AJ and Smart, we're basically all product designers, but we hail from different backgrounds. So um, we've got myself has um, worked a lot in communication and product design strategy. Then we'll have um, three others joining us who are very, for instance, um, visual designers and and, and um, very used to kind of uh, building interactive prototypes and things like that. We also have um, service designers in our team and business analysts in our team who can, who will also look at the problem with their own set of um, experiences and their own, um, their own skills. So we try to build up our team with a little bit of a different, you know, a, a little bit of a different mix. We also use a, um, uh, we also use a, a, have a psychologist in our team as well so that we can really, um, when we're doing our pre-sprint research and things like that, we're actually able to um, pick and mix the best kind of skill sets um, when we're tackling a different problem. So, I guess just to summarize that, it's it's usually a, a sprint for, for us at AJ and Smart is a team of four from our side and then um, anywhere up from one to, to four to five people on, on the customer side. And that's, again, on this customer side, as I say, this week we're really, um, you know, we're really lucky to be working with the CEO. 
And in other cases, when we're working with customers, for instance, there's another sprint going on this week with another team and they'll be working with the product owner. We try to get in, um, let's say, the lead from customer service. If it's an existing product, we'll also get in the, the product designers and maybe or, or the head of product if, if that's the case, that they have one from the customer or we might even um, get in the, the kind of the lead developers as well, get them as well into the room. So we want to make sure from the customer side that we've got anyone who has a say in the fate of this product, right? Because the last thing we want, and this always happens, is you know to do a, a load of work um, and then for it to only be shown off and you, we haven't shown it you know, the, the, the sea levels come and look at it and go, but that's not at all anything to do with our company vision or that's nothing to, to do with the company strategy right now. And I fear that that probably happens or I definitely know that that probably happens in a lot of projects where teams will set off, they don't get they don't get their um, their key stakeholders or decision makers in the room. And then we just get into this vicious loop of kind of us trying to, guess what the what the decision makers want put something on the table get it knocked back um you know these kind of misaligned and uh, expectations um that just send teams into a vicious cycle of meeting after meeting after meeting and that generally derails a lot of projects so we want to make sure that we've got all of the key decision makers in the room and help them basically make these decisions because at the end of the day, it's not very often that you can get all of these people in the same room at the same time. Um, and when we do get them in, because that's the only, that's kind of like a prerequisite to start the sprint, we do get them to dedicate that time. Then we want to make sure that we give them as, as much information as possible to help them make their decisions as clear as possible as well. Right. Do you use the typical like um, structure for for sprint roles, like with an owner, with a moderator? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we all, we definitely have a sprint lead at AJ and Smart, so we're um, that that sprint lead will be kind of the the main moderator who's responsible for delivering the the, the, the sprint and the results and the outcomes that our customer needs. And then, as I say, then we'll have like a lead prototyper of um, um, like visual designer, interaction designer on the team. We'll typically have then our our researcher as well. And then we'll have and build up the team, as I say, um, then ar- around having whoever else needs to, whoever fits best then to that sprint. Like if we're doing an org change sprint, then, you know, having, um, having certain skill sets is going to be more advantageous than having, for instance, a visual designer, right? Um, because the prototype that week might be um, a, a deck, for instance, um, rather than an interactive prototype. So we have main, three main roles that we fill. As I say, lead sprint lead, who does a lot of the heavy lifting with the moderation. We'll have a lead prototyper. We'll have the lead um, kind of user tester as well, who's going to be in charge of recruiting and making sure that all of the tests are with the right target audience this week. Make sure you tune in each day so you don't miss this sprint week. 
such an incredible opportunity for product people. Rocketship.fm is now proudly part of the Podglomerate Network, so you can go to podglomerate.com to find more fantastic shows to listen to or stick around. We've got some after the credits. So we'll see you here every day this week on Rocketship FM.